The History of the Jewish People in the United States of America is brought to you by thejewishtorch.com, a Jewish identity program for Jewish communities. In 1492, Christopher Columbus discovered a new world. During the same year, the entire Jewish population of Spain, comfortable home for over 1,500 years, was given the option of conversion to Christianity or expulsion. They set sail to the new world and arrived in America. In the newly formed colonies, they enjoyed a large measure of equality. As years went by, Jews became ordinary American citizens and participated in every major American event, such as the Revolutionary War. Francis Salvador, a southern farmer, was the first Jew to die in the war. Chaim Solomon, a broker, helped the Continental Army finance the war. And Mordecai Shaftal, a Georgia merchant, served as a colonel in the army. Jews were also part of the bloody civil war as they fought on opposite sides of the battlefield. Jews would serve as generals, colonels, cavalry officers, and plain soldiers on both the Union and Confederate sides. Throughout the years, Jews in the United States were mostly involved in the trade, commerce, and business professions rather than agriculture. Hence, Jewish communities flourished around port towns, such as Boston, Newport, New York, Philadelphia, Baltimore, Richmond, Norfolk, Charleston, and Savannah. The city of Charleston, South Carolina, adopted liberal laws and as a result, in 1816, it had the largest Jewish population of any city in the United States, 600 Jews. Still, the number of Jews in the United States during its first 100 years was very small and accounted for less than 1% of the entire population. By 1790, only a few thousand Jews lived in the United States out of about 2.5 million people. That number grew to 15,000 Jews by 1840, and 250,000 in 1880, which accounted for a half of a percent of the entire population. Attacks against the Jewish population in Eastern Europe took place throughout history. Starting in 1881, however, a tsunami of anti-Jewish riots swept through southwestern Russia. These violent riots, which came to be known as pogroms, took place in over 160 cities and towns. In most cases, the authorities stood by and did nothing. The pogroms, as well as the outright discrimination by the authorities, resulted in a 35-year period, from 1880 to 1914, when millions of Eastern European Jews fled Russia and immigrated to the United States. The number of Jews in America soared from 250,000 in 1880 to over a million and a half Jews in 1900 and to 5 million Jews in 1942. Eastern European Jews who experienced pogroms, discrimination, and anti-Semitism saw the United States as a safe haven, a land of limitless opportunities. Most immigrants, however, upon arriving in America, experienced arduous conditions and a life of poverty. Upon arrival, Jewish immigrants began working mostly as peddlers or in sweatshops. Huge factories in which they worked extremely long hours, earned little, and had no job security whatsoever. By the year 1900, the Lower East Side of Manhattan, into which most new Jewish immigrants arrived, was the most crowded neighborhood on the face of the earth. Jacob Reese, a humanitarian and a journalist, wrote in 1890 about Jewish life in New York City. He described visiting an apartment on Essex Street with two small rooms, in which 20 people lived, ate, and slept. Jewish immigrants who did not speak English felt very comfortable arriving in Jewish neighborhoods where everyone spoke Yiddish. Yiddish was the Eastern European Jewish language, a mix of German and Hebrew. This led to the setup of Yiddish newspapers, a Yiddish theater, 
Yiddish books, Jewish welfare committees, and Jewish labor unions. Jewish communities tried to support the new immigrants as much as they could, but due to their number and size, many of these immigrants continued living in poverty until the 1940s. With all the hardships and difficulties, Jews enjoyed personal security, a world with no pogroms and no official discrimination. These new Americans had the rights of every citizen. They had hope and even better, hope for their children to climb the social and financial ladder. None of these ever existed for Jews in Eastern Europe. During the 1940s, Jews accounted for almost 4% of the entire U.S. population. Today, due to shrinking family sizes and interfaith marriages, in which Jews or their children forgo their Jewish identity, American Jews account for only 2% of the entire American population. During World War II, around 500,000 Jews enlisted for service in the American army. After the war, Jews, along with the rest of the country, enjoyed a period of economic growth and prosperity. Many moved to the suburbs, sent their children to public schools, and became part of the American way of life. During the 1960s, many Jews, especially college students, became active in the civil rights movement, helping register voters in the South and joining protest marches. For millions of Jews, after World War II, America stopped being a safe haven and turned into home. As Harold Arlen and Ip Harburg, or in their original names, Isidore Hochberg and Hyman Arlach, both from Orthodox Jewish migrant families, wrote, Somewhere over the rainbow, way up high. There's a land that I heard of once in a lullaby. Somewhere over the rainbow, skies are blue. And the dreams that you dare to dream really do come true. that you did.